0: Welcome to All The Things Podcast. I am Regina Lawrence, your host. I am a lawyer turned soulful business and life strategist and a transformational mindset coach. I'm also the founder of the community All The Things Business. I have created a community of women who can truly be all of the things, successful, spiritual, sexual, and wildly unique, all while creating a life of purpose and passion according to our own rules. We don't have to look or be the person that society dictates or demands for us to be anymore. We don't have to play by somebody else's rules. We can truly be whoever we want and that person can be all of the things. Welcome to my podcast. Hello. Welcome back to All the Things with Regina Lawrence. I am Regina Lawrence, your host. Today's episode is a funny one. I feel like I'm often having these funny episodes, but hey, this is who I am. These are all the things that I like, so it's what we're talking about. On today's episode, we have my very good friend, Dennis Gable. It's interesting because usually when I have professionals come on and entrepreneurs come on, we will talk about their business and Dennis and I discussed no business. So professionally Dennis owns a company called Brand Producer and he basically helps is like the creative mind behind people's brand and visions within their business. He has a very unique take on things and he is a true creative through and through, really, really talented, but none of that matters because we didn't talk about any of that. <laughs> Dennis is a very good guy friend of mine, and through our conversations, we and through, through dating different people, and being on dating apps, and having experiences, we will come together and talk about men and women, and the differences between us, and the crazy shit going on in the dating world. And so we decided, why wouldn't, why don't we have a day where we just record an episode and really record a conversation like the conversations we have with one another? So that's exactly what we did. In this episode, we talk about online dating, Tinder, the problems with it. Um, we talk about dynamics that happen in dating. Dennis is a single dad with two kids, so we talked about dating somebody with children and what that looks like and what's the, what that means. And ultimate we, ultimately, we laugh a lot, we joke a lot, and we just have a great banter. This is kind of a long episode for what I typically put out, but I think it's really valuable, it's really interesting, and it's really funny. So I hope you guys enjoy. I hope that it makes you laugh as much as it made us laugh because... We giggled through the entire episode. Also, if you are following me on Instagram and my website and all over the internet, you'll know that I am offering 90 minute deep dive calls. A 90 minute deep dive call is for somebody who is needing some help in any area of their life and business. Whether you are launching a business, pivoting a business, you wanna rebrand, you wanna get clear on your niche, your offerings. You want to create a new course and you need some help with that. You're writing a book and you need help with the outline of it. Whatever it is, in 90 minutes, I can assure you that. I can help guide you through whatever thing is coming up in your business, especially during this crazy time where so many people have had to pivot and offer services in a different way. I would love to help you. So go over to my website, com, and you can click the link and schedule a call with me. I would absolutely love to come into your business and help you a little bit. So with that, enjoy this episode. I hope that this works.
1: It's going to work. Okay. It, it is working. And I'm, I'm smart.
0: You're smart. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: You're an asshole. You're very... Very smart. Watch it. Which is why I wanted you to be on my podcast.
1: Thank you. So what are we talking about?
0: So I think we have a lot of things that we need to discuss today.
1: (laughs) That sounds like a DTR.
0: Um, I think we need to define the terms of our relationship. Okay. Um, Something that I think is really interesting that needs to be discussed is we need to talk about dating apps. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) We need to have a conversation about dating apps.
1: I'm very nervous.
0: (laughs) Well, you and I are both. No stranger.
1: No, not a stranger mm. to the swipes.
0: To the swipes. And I think something we've talked <laughs> <laughs> something we talked about before is what is a no-go on a dating app?
1: Oh, my God. There's so many.
0: I would like to hear your top five to ten no-gos on a dating app. Uh, and I have many.
1: Yeah. Should I pull Tinder out? Yeah, let me get my-
0: Yeah. <laughs> let me pull my phone out. Where are we going, um, Tinder? Are we going, Hinge? Where are we going?
1: Uh, Tinder's easy. There's a lot of... Tinder has a lot of
0: commentary for me.
1: <laughs> Let's go. So, uh, uh, angles? No, no, my number one is filters.
0: Oh, fuck if yeah. If
1: you have butterflies on your face... You're done, girl. You're done. Swipe left. Yes. Hearts. Doesn't matter. Okay. You could be the sexiest woman I've ever seen in real life. And if you choose to put fucking bullshit butterflies on uh-huh. your face on Tinder, you, you're you dead to me.
0: Well, you know what really gets me about girls on the internet with filters?
1: Tell me. I is can't the,
0: wait. Is the Snapchat <laughs> filter that makes their eyes look bigger. Get oh. the fuck out of town. <laughs> you do not have baby doll eyes. And nobody wants and to date a Bratz doll.
1: No, I don't want to. Mm-mm. Like, why not? What's wrong with your actual eyes?
2: mm hmm
1: Actual <laughs> Your actual eyes. eyes. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so here's my thing about filters in general, which I think will explain my distaste for them on an app where I'm trying to see if I'm attracted enough to you mm-hmm. to, to unhumanely swipe my finger yeah. in order to maybe have a real conversation. Is filters are dumb anyway. Because they're a, they, they already are playing into the insecurity that women have. Their mm-hmm. skin's not good enough. Their eyes aren't big enough. Their eyelashes aren't good enough. Their lips aren't big enough or full enough or good enough. or. Dennis,
0: th- why did you just call out anything I've ever done to my face before?
1: Uh, <laughs> totally on accident. It was totally on accident. <laughs>
0: it
1: was totally on accident. Um, but it, like, it calls for, it very much accentuate, accentuates the already existing insecurity. Like, it makes it look worse Mm -hmm. from the perspective of a dude. Um, At least a dude like me. I don't even know what that means. But, it like, I'm shallow, but I'm not ultra shallow. Yeah, I'm, like, a third shallow, I think. Maybe more. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But, like, if I'm looking at a woman in real life, and then I see her on Instagram, because that happens, you meet people, and then you follow them on Instagram. Of course. And you're like, wait, you kind of look like that in person, but not really.
2: Mm-mm.
1: I've I've gone on lots of dates with women who do not look the same on Instagram and in real life, mm. and it's dumb. Of all the things, like my dating app profile pictures are, they they border on embarrassing. Like they're silly because mm-hmm. if I'm gonna. Like, spend any amount of time having any type of conversation. I want you to at least know what the fuck you're getting into. Yeah. I'm weird enough as a person. I don't need to pretend that I'm... Uh, that, like, use a black hair filter. Right. Like, my hair's fucking graying. That's cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so, uh, filters are certainly one. Like, if you lead off with a filter, I'm out. Um, what's another... Like, oh, man. I'm I like, hate
0: when going off of filters when you go through somebody's photos, and they look like, oh, no, B (laughs) age 29. You got to go, girl. She's got stars where freckles would be on her face or hearts or some bullshit. If you scroll through someone's photos, and in every single photo, they look different, and you're like, what do you actually look like? Yeah. No. Dudes do that all the time. Dudes love to post pictures, let's say. Uh,
1: I wish this one was on video so people could see us. Actually no, he's fine. he's
0: fine. Whatever. But, like, there's so many times when... God, there's so many ugly fucking... Why is that your first photo? <laughs> okay, another thing. Your first photo, Marketing 101, you're leading with the first photo. You have three seconds, maybe, to get my attention. This fucking guy, Savage, age 34, 14 <laughs> miles away, his first fucking photo is Dan Aykroyd in Coneheads. And it's, it, that's his only photo!
1: He's... He's playing the hard game, you know, with no no info.
0: And also the background of his photo, Savage 34, it looks like there's eggplants in the back.
1: It's his amoebas.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, swipe left. It's a problem.
1: It is a problem. Mm -hmm. So filters is one for me. Mm -hmm. Um, The angles. Look. You're not fooling anybody. You're
0: not fooling anybody, Sharon.
1: The the internet's been around for long enough. MySpace already existed. We don't need the angles. I know that if a girl is... If her first photo is her forehead down, (laughs) and that's all I can fucking see, you're trying to hide something. It might not even mean that... You're fat. No. It might not mean, there's a lot of things that it might not mean, but it means that there's, that you're trying to hide something, yep. and I don't know what that something is, and I'm already out. Because mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're hiding it that bad that you've got to do a fucking yoga pose to take your own picture, yep. I'm out.
0: That's like guys who, in all their photos, wear hats and sunglasses. Bro, you're bald, <laughs> and there's something wrong with your face. Right they're hiding something right but girls girls do more like the high the higher the angle like the bigger you're trying to hide something and it's, it's this <laughs> it's
1: like literally it's turned you're turning
0: you're twisting the body yeah. lifting the arm way above the body and like duck facing with a filter
1: and if if you're patient enough to to flip through the photos, the last photo will always be the truth mm-hmm. get to the last photo it's yeah. always the truth uh-huh. Because I think women have been called out enough at this point mm-hmm. that they know that they've got to put one true, real image, whatever that means. Totally. Like people who are seriously actively trying to find somebody on the apps. There are a lot of fucking weird accounts. You know what else I've learned? <laughs> Abby. Abby is the name that people use to spam on Tinder. The name is Abby. I swear to God really? to you. We could go through here and there will be 67 Abbies They'll all be twenty-three years old, and they will all only have their Snapchat.
0: Is Abby like a like an internet code for something?
1: Oh, I don't know. I kind of want to know now. Oh, we, let, no, on. no, don't. Wait, let me look on we'll my g- phone. <laughs> let me look on my phone. Abby. Yeah, it's um, weird. A B B Y. Abby. It'll it comes up over and over and over. And I've seen, like, in the midst of uh, five minutes of swiping, I've seen the same girl's picture with three or four different names as well. Like it's it's pretty strange. It's weird out in these streets, you know? That's weird. It is weird.
0: Okay, there's nothing apparent. I'm going to have to do some deep research on this name Abby. That's weird. Okay, something else for me that is a no-go is Oh my god, there's so many things. Oh, when when you look at somebody's profile and the very first picture you see is a group. I don't know if girls do this, but guys oh, yeah. It's a group of guys. So then you swipe to the next photo. It's a group of guys. The next photo, there's three guys. Who the
1: fuck are you? Which one are you?
0: Left. Like, you're done. Like, I had to work too look hard. It,
1: look at it. So this girl,
0: mm-hmm.
1: her and her friend, her and her friend, her and her friend. Which one?
0: What?
1: You, you figure Kay- out that it's, Kaylee. it's that girl. Yeah. But you don't – every picture is – oh, this is another one. You're fucking – I don't care about your dog or your cat or your no. turtle Or your snake. I don't give a fuck. Look, if you've got pets and you love those pets, that's great. There's nothing making me want to talk to a human that puts a picture of their animal as one of their own marketing pictures on an app where I'm supposed to want to want you.
0: Okay, I have a real problem. (laughs) Now, I have two cats. I'm a very proud cat lady. You will never find a picture of my cats on my dating site ever.
1: It and exist there.
0: boys, men, men who have pictures of them with their cats, r- swipe left.
2: If run. a man is run. on
0: a dating app
2: run, 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 and run. he
0: is snuggling snuggles on his fucking dating app <laughs> pictures, do not date him. Do not think it's cute. Guys who have pictures with cats are weird.
1: <laughs> he's a serial killer.
0: <laughs> he, he's literally plotting your death and he hasn't even met you yet. Do not go out with Tony from Ahwatukee,
1: like... <laughs> the litter box is the remains of previous partners. Fuck
0: that. You can't go out with him. Dogs are different. If a guy has a photo with a dog, I'm like, okay, whatever. Maybe they're hiking. Oh, oh hiking pictures. Don't,
1: I would, that was my next one. That was my next one.
0: So we live in Arizona, and there's obviously, or maybe not so obviously, there's a, there's a lot of hiking here, and people like to show that they're outdoorsy. And every fucking photo is a- on a mountain. Can I see Or you with an- a fish. Oh, Jesus.
1: Women do it too. The fucking fish thing. I don't understand <laughs> you told the fish phrase. I don't, un- I don't, look, it doesn't turn me on that you know how to hook a line and catch a fucking fish. I give a fuck less. Maybe that's just because I'm a city boy and I don't give a fuck about fishing. Mm-mm. However, comma, don't care. Mm-mm. I don't care that you hike, I don't care that you do yoga. There's a lot of things that I don't care that you do that you really want people to feel, like, (laughs) proud of you for doing.
0: Well, it's also, like, it's fine if it's, like, an accessory photo. But when every fucking photo is, like, John from Arcadia (laughs) on a mountain. No.
1: Post with his mountain bike?
0: Yeah, no, I don't want (laughs) to see it, John. Like, nobody wants to see it. Nobody cares. Like, maybe one to show me the variety. But, like, not a million. Also, I'm not okay with guys who take a lot of bathroom selfies, because they're usually shirtless. Mm. And I'm also not okay with the the duck face that usually goes with a bathroom selfie.
1: Oh, dudes are still duck facing?
0: They are still fucking duck facing.
1: Why? Why, why are um, we doing that, guys? Fellas, real question. Why are we still duck facing? Let's see it's, if we can find it. <laughs> it's 2020. Uh, if you want some if you want some good lips just go get them done you know you no were you... never
0: supposed to duck face <coughs> you were never supposed to duck face it doesn't matter if it's 2020 it doesn't matter if it's 1992 it doesn't matter if it's 2012 you were never supposed to duck face it's super fucking corny when girls do it but like girls maybe get a little bit of a hall pass you get zero you duck face you get swiped left right
1: yeah it's, it's...
0: disgusting
1: uh...
0: we had a friend <laughs> we had a friend who dated a guy hot dad <laughs> and every fucking picture of hot dad he turned out to be a real douchebag duck face
1: mm. 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 no mm. no that's the sound that i think
0: that's the sound make. i think they make when mm. they oh oh here we go josh 36 with his fucking dog duck facing
1: why 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 are we doing that josh bro i don't like you
0: oh he's another he's another great example Josh, every fucking photo, almost, hat, sunglasses, hat, sunglasses, hat, sunglasses. Oh, Josh, you're bald. That's why you have hat <laughs> and sunglasses on in everything. We get it. No, bro.
1: Andy's a Patriots fan. Oh, this um, guy's
0: name is Sexy34. Ooh. No. Sexy. Like left. No.
1: Look at this. Jasmine, in the woods, or in the fucking desert, you did a Spartan race. Good for you. You are wearing a firefighter hat. Maybe that's what you do.
0: Jasmine.
1: Uh, you're st- at the lake.
0: Jasmine's very outdoorsy. Yeah,
1: nobody cares though. I mean, maybe somebody cares. Yeah. That's the thing. I don't care. I don't care. And, uh, I I don't care a lot. <laughs> the lack the lack of care that I have. This, this is another thing. Oh. The, f- the face mask thing. Like, look, I love it that you're uh being thoughtful and culturally compassionate to other people, but if I'm... (laughs) Why
0: Why do I care? Why is it in your Tinder profile? Why is it on
1: your Tinder profile? And if you've only got three pictures, why is one of them not showing your face?
0: No, Jasmine. Oh, no, sorry, that's... I don't know her name. Zoe.
1: Oh, what's up, Zoe? No, bye. Dude, so here's another weird thing. 23 years old Mm -hmm. is like the magic age on Tinder, apparently. And every single time... It says add me on Snap. It, like the amount of the amount of one of the things that makes me the most nervous about being on swipey swipes is potentially being catfished. To the best of my knowledge, I've never been catfished. No. However, comma. I would be really embarrassed, I think. Yeah. I also don't I don't bullshit. Like I don't play like Let's do, let's be sexy. No, if I don't know you, no,
0: I. So no, I
1: don't know that I could get catfished, to be honest. But even the whole thought, uh, the the thought behind it, or like, who's making fifty eight profiles with twenty three year old girls girls pictures named Abby with different Snapchats? Who's doing that, and why are we? Why are they doing it? I don't know.
0: I also think I don't think I could get sna- if I got catfished, it wouldn't last long because I don't like to be pen pals with people. Like right. I want to I want to meet them.
1: Well, help me understand this. What's the thought process here? Martika. Uh-huh. Maybe that's how I pronounce her name. I don't know. She seems to be pretty.
2: Uh-huh.
1: One picture, no words.
2: Huh.
1: I don't this is this is very common. Yeah. On the female side. Um why well, I don't understand. Just one picture? Yeah, just one. One photo. See,
0: I just, I'm skeptical.
1: Me too. Even, like, I swipe left on some some women that I think are really beautiful because there's just not enough data. Right. There's, like, no, nothing. Mm -hmm. Like, you think you're so hot that you just put one picture and no words? Right. Maybe that's, I don't know. I don't like it. It's skeptical.
0: Uh, Or I feel like it's either you're fake or you're just so not into this thing that, you know you're like, I'm um, non-committal. Like, I'll put a pic and see what happens.
1: I mean, I'm, I'm pretty non-committal.
0: I mean, I think, okay, so I used to actually have, like, a true profile, and now I, I have very little information about me, but I do have a host of photos, let's see. What do I got on here? I haven't been on the Tinder very much
1: lately. Very much lately. This is another thing. The, like, f- the close-up of the face. Do men do this?
0: Yeah it's Re- like a real close face like But
1: like the f- they're all like
0: Yeah, she's trying to hide her body. Well,
1: I understand that. Guys but-
0: will do that too. Do they? Yeah. You know what? On my Tinder, I um I actually have no information about me, but I do have four photos.
1: What's the reason for having no information?
0: So I used to this it was an experiment actually. Okay. Cuz I before on Tinder, I had Like lawyer turned business Mm strategist and I would get these annoying fucking messages out the gate from guys who would want to like debate with me. And I'd be like, yo, bro. I'd get really weird messages. So I was like, you know what? Let me try my hand at Tinder and have just four or five photos of me and see what happens. And men hit me up a lot. But my Hinge profile is completely filled out. Like it says business strategist
1: strategist and coach, um, it
0: has all the questions answered and it's got the picks.
1: So mine used to say, this is my Tinder profile. It's the only one that I have at the moment because mm-hmm. it's, Hinge is like it's more intentional. Yeah. And I don't feel like being intentional right now. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Are you on
0: Bumble or no? Uh,
1: I think it's off at the moment. let Okay. See. Let's open it up.
0: Dennis and I matched with each other on Bumble
1: once. We did. Cancel snooze mode.
0: Oh, you're in snooze mode. Hello, Cassie 33. What's up, Cassie
1: 33? Do you know what's also very confusing is that the functionality is different between the two?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, that fucks with me. What's it up? fucks with me. What's up, Cassie 33? She cute. Um, so here's my Tinder thing. Mm-hmm. So it used to say entrepreneur, mm-hmm. and then I realized that that's sort of a joke.
0: Oh, yeah. So that's another thing for me. So whenever guys say entrepreneur on their profile, I usually swipe left. Why? Because usually entrepreneur means I'm unemployed and I live in my parents' basement. (laughs) Hopefully in Paradise Valley, but probably not. But
1: probably not. I'm probably – I probably am a server, which is fine. Which is
0: totally fine, but, like, when you lead with entrepreneur – you lead with, like, I'm a business owner, and then you ask them about their business, and they've got nothing to say. Right. Yeah. Like, if you are an entrepreneur, awesome. But I also am like, have been in the entrepreneur circle in our area for long enough that when somebody is, I, most guys who say they're an entrepreneur and they really are, I know who they are, or I know someone who knows them. Right. So, or I can find them on the gram really easily. Yeah. And stalk out the veracity of that claim.
1: Yeah, I I don't have to deal with that as much on the the
0: girl side.
1: The, I think the thing that um is the the male version of saying entrepreneur is when women talk about how much they love working out. Oh on their thing. Explain like, that. Like <clears throat> uh yoga, hiking, biking, triking, fucking nobody cares like I get it. You want me to believe that you're really active. Yeah. Whether you are or aren't is sort of irrelevant to me, but you're trying very hard to get me to believe that you're active. Yeah. It's sort of like the entrepreneur thing. Like men, men obviously have a, we have a flinch to want to be successful. Mm -hmm. Right. Or even we want to be uh, seen as successful. Yeah. And so, you know, there's some ego there for sure. But I th- I'm curious if the ego works, if it's the same, yeah. right? Like women want men to think that they're fit and active, and um, and that maybe has something to do with their body type, right? Yep. Where men are like, "Oh, I'm I'm an entrepreneur," like, yeah, just because you fucking sold Young Living through <laughs> your mom's company once <laughs> uh, doesn't necessarily make. I also you...
0: think that you need to have a full body shot, like. You need to show what your body looks like a little bit on a social on a dating app. Yeah. Like you can't just be head like you got to show the, like somewhat of the full package.
1: Yeah, we need to see the knees and toes too, not just heads and shoulders.
0: Exactly, exactly. Like I want somebody to know like have an idea of what I'm really going to look like for our first date.
1: But that's the that's the confusing thing is that there are from the guy side there's an enormous amount of women that Are willing to take that risk. Yeah. Because, like, if I show up, look, I don't, I don't know. I don't enter. The truth is that I mostly swipe because it's something to do while I'm shitting. That (laughs)
2: sounds (laughs) fucked up to say, maybe.
1: But, like, I don't spend a lot of time communicating with people that I meet through apps. I meet enough humans. In my in my actual moving life, totally that uh, that I don't waste a lot. Of, most people aren't that interesting anyway. Mm-hmm. Even if somebody is interesting, uh, I'm probably not meeting you in person. Right. I think I've met two people ever from swiping, yeah. like actually met them in in real life. Um, and so the what was like what was I saying? Oh, the the fucking. Like if you are putting pictures up that kinda look like you but not really or there's gonna be some surprise, right? Like women who don't show pictures of their teeth always makes me nervous. Women yeah. who smile only with their mouth closed mm-hmm. makes me very nervous. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's hiding in there. <laughs> what are you there's hiding? There's a fuck in there? that's a cave, there's something hiding in there. What are you hiding? <laughs> just show me what's in just show me first, right? Yeah. Like I I've got pictures of myself smiling with my mouth open. Yeah. I've got pictures of my dad bod. Mhm. Like I'm not I'm not fat. I'm not fit either. Mm-hmm. I'm somewhere right in the middle of those two Fs. Yeah, yeah. And you can see it. Mm-hmm. And it just is what it is. And totally. if that's cool with you, then it's cool with me. I'm graying on a fucking rapid level. Like
0: beyond like so fast I don't know what's happening.
1: <laughs> it's so fast. <laughs>
0: From March to now it's like
1: It's very rapid. It's doubled. It's Concerning. Um, the other I,
0: day I saw you on FaceTime and I was a little concerned. <laughs> I was like, what's happening? And
1: then while we were talking, I fucking Googled, why am I graying so fast? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to know. God damn it. I wanted to know. Um, but like, just show the thing. Don't leave me with a surprise. I've got enough surprises. Mm-hmm. I don't need a different surprise. I don't
0: want people to be surprised. I want people to see me from my on a date and my favorite comment is that i look even prettier in real life than i did in my photos oh
1: my goodness that's
0: what i want to hear i want people to be like oh my god you're you look great in your photos but you look even better in real life that means that my marketing is going well (laughs) and i'm not false advertising and marketing is going well. It's all that's all online dating is. All online dating is how well you market yourself.
1: One hundred. The
0: organization of your pictures. Literally on Hinge. This is my marketing platform on Hinge. And I, I was when I was on Hinge, really dating. I'm not right now. I fucking crushed it on Hinge. So if anybody's not familiar, Hinge asks you questions. And then you respond to those questions. So it's like pictures of you with questions and then answers. So, and they give you the prompts on Hinge. So the one question is the key to my heart is mine says really good tequila and woody banter. Duh. <laughs> Next question I'm overly competitive about, and I put dot, dot, dot everything. <laughs> Next question What I order for the table? My answer everything on the menu. I like options.
1: <laughs> Boom! <laughs> I like options.
0: Then it's a bunch of pics of me, professional pick, selfie, full bod shots, so you know what you're getting. A picture with a friend where you get a little titty, a little glimpse of my titties.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a little glimpse of the girls.
0: Professional pick, pick someone took of me at Saks. Boom! That is well marketed.
1: That's what it's all about. <laughs> that is well marketed. Yeah, minor. Uh, I mean, I've got, I think I'm diverse in these things. Like, I've got personality. That picture's old, actually. Um, I've got some personality.
2: Yeah.
1: I want people to be like, oh, yeah, no, this is not, this is, <laughs> this is not it. Or like, dude, look how black my beard was. Jesus Christ. That's not that? even two years ago.
0: Oh my gosh. Transformation Tuesday.
1: Shut the fuck up. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs>
0: Can we talk about something similar but different? Please. I would like to talk about sex. Okay. And specifically, I would like to talk about... How do I say this? I'm not sure. I had an experience I told you about recently
1: (laughs) in my life. (laughs) I love that we're going to talk about this. Yes.
0: Wait, which thing do you think we're going to talk about?
1: Fucking... uh... Christian Bale.
0: Oh, Jesus. Okay, so I got to tell the whole thing. Okay, fine. So I went on a date with this guy. We'll call him the Floridian because he was from Florida. Floridian. We went on a date. We had a great first date. Then one Saturday, I had too many South Philly spritzer cocktails in the pool with Keisha and Dennis mm. and our friends. And... Uh, you know, I invited the guy over. He, ugh, God. It's terrible. <laughs> so this guy comes over, and at the time, we had an 8 o'clock curfew in Phoenix. So 8 o'clock comes and goes, and he's at my apartment, so he, he has to stay over. And also, I've never had, I'd never had sex with this guy. He just – we made out. So he's going to sleep over my house. I have a raging headache, and the guy – turns on music really loud after I told him I had a fucking headache. (laughs) And to which I turned... He's
1: he's going hard.
0: (laughs) And then I turned off the music, and I was like, I'm going to bed. And he said... It's so embarrassing. He was like, wait, wait, wait. I need you to be a life coach for me for a second. And I was like, what? (laughs) He was like, I made a deal with myself that I'm going to do 100 sit-ups a day for a month. And I I don't want to, should I not do that? And I said, well, do you want to do that? And he was like, well, yeah, I feel like I should. I said, well, you do you. I'm going to bed. Right. I got a headache. So I go to get in my bed. He goes, wait, 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 but don't leave me. I want to talk to you while I do them. He ends up coming into my bedroom, sitting on my floor next to my bed where I'm laying, and proceeds to do push-ups, Patrick Bateman style from American Psycho. (laughs) And he's having a conversation with me while he's doing it.
1: And you text me and say, I need you to remind me to have this conversation with you tomorrow. Period. There's a man doing sit-ups next to my bed.
0: (laughs) Holy shit. I said, please do not let me forget this or live this down because it was horrible.
1: Like, Why? Why? Why was it so horrible?
0: <laughs> well, at that moment, I was like, "You invited this person into your house. You, he's sleeping over. Like, you
1: bad life choices.
0: I made so many poor life choices. So after Patrick Bateman finishes his <laughs> sit-up series and the conversations during his sit-ups, I can't. <laughs> so he ends up getting into my
1: bed to go to sleep. And well, no, you're going to sleep.
0: I'm already in my bed going to sleep. So he crawls into my bed. And he starts to put the moves on me. And I'm laying there as this is happening, starfished. And I'm thinking, is this a good idea or is this a bad idea? And I was like, this is a bad idea. You actually should not, be do-, you should not do this. You're not interested in this guy. Don't do it. So I decide to tell him to stop and that I'm not going to sleep with him and that he can stay over if he wants to because it's late. But
1: But don't touch my ass.
0: We're not hooking up. Right. And so then he's quiet. He, like, lays down next to me, and he says, you know, I need to say something. And I was like, okay. And remember, I have a migraine. Like, I feel like shit. And he says, I, when you told me to stop, I felt like you were emasculating me. And I said, what? What? He was like, I felt like when you said, stop, that you were emasculating me. I said, wait. So when a woman says, stops this sexual interaction and says, she's not interested in proceeding with this, you felt emasculated? <laughs> you felt emasculated? See if you can get higher. Uh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> he felt emasculated.
1: Fuck that guy. That's
0: and so dumb. I i'm still in shock that, that that he said that to me,
1: yeah he didn't actually feel emasculated. he just is insecure mm-hmm. and it's it spiked his insecure. i mean he fucking just tried to impress you by doing a hundred sit ups he The saddest part is how uh how little he gave a fuck about how you felt. Mm-hmm. There was nothing about you in that moment
2: mm. Nothing. So. Like,
1: the saddest part is replace you with any other human with a vagina,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it probably goes the same way. Yeah. Except some other woman might have cared that he was doing hundreds of steps.
0: <laughs> on the floor.
1: Maybe not. I hope not.
0: Oh, such a parade of horribles that night.
1: But, like, oh. the, the emasculating thing, uh, let me say this. Ladies, you're not ever emasculating a dude because you're not in the mood. There are various details around this conversation, right? Like if it's the first time that you're going to fuck somebody or if you've been in a relationship or if you're like casually dating them or if you're seriously dating them, those four scenarios probably have different contexts to, I've got a headache, I'm not in the mood, I'm going to turn over and go to sleep. Totally. Right? Um, However, comma, regardless of the scenario – A man is not emasculated because you have a headache Mm -hmm. and aren't in the mood. Even if you don't have a fucking headache, you're not in the mood. Especially if a woman's willing to communicate that. Like, I would, I fucking would much rather a woman go, hey, this isn't going to happen or I'm not in the mood or something Mm -hmm. than fucking play along. No. God damn, do not play along with me. Like, because that's terrible. Mm -hmm. Way worse. Additionally... If I'm hanging out with somebody and they're like, man, I feel like shit. I've got a headache. I'm going to fucking go home. Yeah. Like.
0: I'm I'll, not going to like stay there. I'll get, and get you do some
1: Advil. Sit ups
0: <laughs> and like try to like have sex with them.
1: <laughs> try to put my little half boner in your butt cheek to make you excited. Yeah, it's exactly. Weird.
0: <laughs> it's weird. Well, and I, but I also think like I've had this conversation with women where we sometimes feel like we get to a certain point in a situation And then we just have to, like, ride the wave out. We're like, oh, I guess Mm. I got to do it. Like, oh, well, I've already come this far with this guy. Like, I I can't say no at this point. And a lot of women feel like that. I've actually, like, am newly invigorated in, like, saying no. Like, like, I've told you this. Like, I've gone through a phase where I just end up making out with people. Right. I don't have sex with them. Because if I don't feel the thing of, like, wanting to do it, I'm just not going to do it. But I didn't always have that strong ability to be like, nope, this doesn't serve me. It's not what I want to do right now. Right. And I think a lot of women, we feel like if we start, this, if we start the party, we got to finish it. No. And we don't. It's just like an interesting.
1: Well, I've had women even say to me, this is, this is going to get into a really interesting conversation. I'm 38 years old, mm-hmm. divorced. I've made a child, mm-hmm. right? Like I've obviously had sex in my life. Have you? I have. Whoa. Surprising. Yikes. (laughs) Um, But having sex is not, it's not really the paramount experience. Mm -mm. It, like, if anything, foreplays the paramount experience. Like, spending 30, 45, an hour, 90 minutes, like, fucking wrestling around with somebody and and learning them and and having fun, that's a way better experience than fucking three minutes of being inside like it just is it's a better yeah. thing. So, I've had women say to me like, "Well, I don't you know, like we're not having sex." I'm like, "That's okay."
2: Yeah.
1: Is do you not want to do anything? Right. Um because that's also okay. Yeah. But just tell me. Right. And the response is, "Well, if I'm if I'm not going to sleep with you, then I don't want to do anything else either." Which I always find very interesting because men get um i think publicly uh, ridiculed more than women for this particular thing but it's like men just want to fuck they don't want to do they don't want to have fun or they don't want to have foreplay or they don't yeah. want to have anything but i've literally been in scenarios where i'm like well, I'd, i don't have to put my dick in you yeah but we can play and ha- you know like yeah. you can still come right that and it's like no I've, if i'm not if you're not getting going in me then there's no
2: yeah
1: um which Which leads to other experiences and things. Like, man, uh, the the experience of, like, from foreplay, from some form of foreplay to get inside of me now is very interesting. Which leads me to believe, like, that some women are like, well, if we're not fucking, then don't touch me. Yeah. Because they've learned, maybe somewhere, somehow, that, like, foreplay doesn't last long. Just get wet enough to get it in and Mm -hmm. then everybody wins or something? I don't know.
0: I think so for myself at least. Like I enjoy like a significant amount of foreplay. But there are certain people where I'm like I'm not ready to have sex with you yet. But I know myself no- well enough to know that if I engage in a lot of foreplay with somebody, I'm going to think with my vagina and I'm going to have sex Wait. with this person. Women
1: think with their vagina? Wait, no.
0: No, no. no. never.
1: No. Women do not think with their they can't. Cause I've been told my whole <laughs> life that men only think with their dicks and women are much smarter.
0: I think with my vagina, I've thought wow. with my vagina I am. way too.
1: Woo! <laughs> I am mind blown here. Shut up. <laughs> I'm being facetious.
0: I know, but it's true. So like if I might want to engage in like a lot of foreplay with somebody and my rational brain is like, yeah, you can do that. And then just not have sex. But I know myself well enough to know that if I have some juicy foreplay for a while, I'm going to be like, just fuck me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just fuck me. All right. I- Jesus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Th- uh, that, that part of the topic is interesting, which going back to the guy saying that he felt emasculated. I mean, he's obviously a very selfish human, mm-hmm. right? The whole experience was very, very selfish. Totally. And I imagine that that's worked. I imagine that that sort of guilt mm-hmm. on most women works for him. He gets to he he just continues to put his his, his body where it's not wanted mm-hmm. until he's shamed somebody enough into sleeping with him. Yeah. That's fucking banana sandwich. Mm-hmm. That's crazy.
0: Yeah.
1: And using something like the word emasculated like no reasonable woman wants to emasculate a man. No. So the idea that A dude would say, you know, that experience made me feel emasculated probably has a lot of women go, oh, my God, I I did it again. Yeah. Right? Like, it triggers some fucking negative thing or maybe some daddy issue or I don't know. But I I can't imagine that um, he doesn't win, win for himself using that line from time to time.
0: Well, and it was so contrived, too, because I felt like he had researched me. And I felt like he had looked at my social media, and he, I, didn't, I don't feel like it. He told me this. He had read blogs I had written. He'd gone through, he liked really old social media posts of mine. So like, I felt like the use of the word emasculate hmm. was especially researched, consciously or unconsciously, for a girl like me.
1: Yeah, that's gross. It's gross. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because the last thing I ever want to do, I'll talk a lot of shit, but I don't ever want to make a man not feel like a man. Right. And so to say that to me, I was like, "What?" First of all, this is, I could fucking you want me to fucking emasculate you because I could right now.
1: Right. What I did now, was, you're now you're being a little bitch because <laughs> now
0: you're being a little bitch. But what I just did was not emasculating.
1: No, not at all. Not at all. I I, I have a different but similar experience to you and and I get researched mm-hmm. I get you know people women listen to my podcast or they fucking go down the rabbit trail of my Instagram or mm-hmm. you know they find me online somehow some way and most of what I put out is good shit mm-hmm. it's like good for the human generally I hope at least and I get that thrown in my face so much look if I'm 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 honest this is casual. I'm, looking, I'm interested in something casual. Men and women both do this, where they will subject themselves to something that they don't really want in hopes that they get the thing that they want, mm-hmm. right? So that happens a lot in my experience where I think women put up with the fact that I want casual to hopefully get me to be more than casual. But when it comes down to it and, you know, three weeks in and I haven't <laughs> changed my mind, Shocker. <laughs> then I get this, like, well, I thought you were a thoughtful, nice, yeah, you know, like, um, man who was attuned to his feminine energy, and <laughs> now you're just being. Now you're just like every other guy. Now you're just
2: being a dick.
1: Like, I, I am a, di- I am a guy. Yeah. There's not much difference between really great guys and really shitty guys. Mm-hmm. We're like three decisions different, generally, mm-hmm. right? And those three decisions are like I'm probably more willing to think about you, and your your space, your emotion in this moment than a shitty guy. I'm probably still selfish. Yeah. Like that. The selfishness uh, is a constant piece of work. Um, I will not use any type of force. Probably a difference between me and somebody shittier. And I'll tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not here to fucking. I know that I say this a lot. I can't even fucking imagine what it's like to be a woman in 2020 with Snapchat and fucking Instagram mm-hmm. and social media and fucking dudes sending dick pics and the whole thing. I have cannot even imagine. I've got a friend named Ashley. She will. She sends me screenshots of the shit that men send her mm-hmm. all the time. And she's like, can you believe this shit? And I'm like, no. I can't believe this shit. Like, I cannot wrap my head around what it's like to be a woman in 2020. That's my baseline for this statement. However, <laughs> there is so much room. There's so much room to be what you say you're going to be Yeah. or to, to want what you want. I can be, this is so, this is a place where you and I align conversationally very and have since the beginning of our friendship is like, you can be a nice person and thoughtful to other people and just want to fuck somebody because you're horny. hundred percent. That does not make you. One
0: does not preclude the other or make the other less than what it is.
1: No, mm-hmm. but being a dude, you sure get made to feel that way. Yeah. That like, oh, so this is a fucking, I'm going to go off on a rant for a second. This drives me crazy. You meet somebody new, you go on a couple dates, it's fine. You don't sleep together. There's some like really hard line in the sand. Like I don't sleep with people that I'm not in a relationship with. Totally fine. Mm -hmm. You let me know when you're done here.
2: Right. Totally
1: cool. You want to keep laughing, drinking? I'm good. Um, You want to play around? Cool. You don't? Also cool. If I enjoy your company, I almost don't give a fuck. Right. Up to a certain point of like, what are we doing here? You know?
2: Right.
1: Um, What's very interesting is the amount of times that I've been very specifically shamed for wanting to have sex and then – Four or five weeks later, I get a text from that same girl saying, so when are you going to fuck me? I didn't know this was on the table. Right. Right? Like, the the difference, I'm actually interested in your thought on this, the difference between a man being able to say, hey, I want something casual, I want to be here for a good time, not for a long time, is like not acceptable. Mm. Men are dicks. So I understand why women are very protective against this barrier. But when the, when the role reverses and a woman goes, I just want to get laid. Like, it's two in the afternoon. Come fuck me. Mm-hmm. That is a very confusing. It's very confusing. Yeah. Because I go from being the complete asshole and, like, thoughtless and emotionless and all these things that women say to me um, to then, like, you just want me to show up and put my dick in you? Mm-hmm. Why? Because now you asked for it? Yeah. Fuck off. Like, it's crazy. Well, why I, Why help me?
0: I think, too, like, both sides shame one another for it. Like For sure. So for, like, the girl who says, like, oh, no. Like, are you talking about the girl who says, I don't want to have sex with you. I only want to have sex with somebody who I'm in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. And then a few weeks later, they call you up and they're like, yo, let's hook up. Yeah. Okay. I think that girls like that. Um, I actually think it's a little bit of manipulation because it's saying I'm only going to let you have sex with me if I get a commitment out of you. Oh, you're actually serious. I'm not getting one. Well, I want f- still want to fuck you. Right. It's, f- it's fake. It's, it's saying one thing, but they don't actually mean that. Or Or the next part is they think that they're going to change your mind. They think that if you get a little taste of that sweet (laughs) vijay, it's going to change your whole world. Girls think. And that's the problem that you face is that when you are a man who shows up online and talks about the things that you talk about and you defend women against sexual predators and all the things online, when you turn around and say, hey, listen, I don't want a girlfriend, but I'm open to a consensual sexual relationship with you, they're like, you're a dick. Right. Yeah, because or or you're not a dick. They want to change you. They're like, oh well, I'll just have sex with Dennis, and then and then it'll all change. And that's not how it works. And so many girls do that. Not just with sex. Girls do it with a lot of things. They go into it.
1: And men are very manipulative too. Totally. The I know that we're not tit for tatting the manipulation conversation, but like the here's. Here's the truth. Mm-hmm. If a woman says to me, um, we can go back to your house, but I'm not having sex with you. I absolutely know that that woman is having sex with me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I know that she wants to. Yeah. Because what has happened is she set some mental barrier in her brain to tell herself, I said I wasn't gonna. And when I do, it's his fault. Mm-hmm. I've had three women... Three women do this to me. Um, we've hung out, had a great time. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do now? I don't know. Here are our options: we can go to a different bar, we can stay at this bar, we can go to your place, we can go to my place, we can go fucking walk around a park. I don't give a shit. Multiple options. Um, well, let's go. Let's go to your place. But I'm not sleeping with you. Mm-hmm. Fine. Totally fine. We go. Um, there's if if we're at that point, there's probably some attraction, some chemistry, some something. Um, Because that exists in these particular scenarios, the physical started immediately. Mm. We get to wherever we're going, and it was like immediate, right? So then in all three of these, I've said, we can stop because you said, no, I'm fine. Okay. But you're the boss of your body, right? Right. In all three of these scenarios, I slept with the person, and the next day they told me they didn't want to – that I was too dangerous.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I made them do something that they w- that they didn't think they were gonna do, or fucking like. Oh my god! Look, I've got a great personality. I'm not a fucking mind magician. Right. You have a vagina, and your vagina started pulsing, and that's <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you want from me?
2: Right. Like. Right. And
1: I appreciate people trying to set ba- boundaries for themselves, and I'm never. One, one thing that I, like, I'll say, I'm saying it publicly because there's n- fuck nothing that can come back on me about it is, like, I don't push. Mm-mm. If somebody says no, no is fine. Yeah. And if it's, like, we're not going to have sex, but we can play, also fine. Like, I will not try to put my dick there Mm-mm. if that's the, the agreement that we've had. Um, and even calling <laughs> even calling women out, uh, the, I had an experience where I was uh, with a girl. We'd We've hung out. Had hung out multiple times, but hadn't slept together. We have some drinks, um, and we're in her vehicle. She wants to move us to the back seat. Mm -hmm. We move to the back seat. I say, I'm not fucking you for the first time in the back of your car. The interaction went from, like, you know, sexy-ish to her climbing on me and saying, what if this is how I've always wanted it for the first time with you? Look, two things. Your neck is at a fucking 90 degree angle because your car's not big enough. First of all. <laughs> Second of all, that's a lie. You're manipulating this so bad because I said no. And men don't say no. Mm-mm. Men fucking take pussy however they can get it. Totally. Like, so, it, it, fucking experiences like that are so. I didn't sleep with her. And she tried twice. And I was like, I told you, I'm not sleeping with you in the back of your car. No. We can go run a hotel.
2: Yeah.
1: And I'll put it all on you, but like not in the back in the back of your car. Why? Mm -mm. It's not even a fun experience. Like maybe if we're dating and it's like we're between bars and our friends are lagging.
0: Totally. Like
1: let's fuck real quick. I'm into it.
0: Yeah, totally different.
1: Like that fucking in a bathroom between moments. I'm good with all of it. It's different. But. The first time you're gonna try to make me believe that your fantasy was fucking me in the backseat of your car where your head is at a ninety degree angle <laughs> and you can't actually ride me well.
0: Mm-hmm. No I, way. No, I'm not buying it. Mm-mm. Lies. Because you said no.
1: It's because I said no. It's because I said I'm not gonna do this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm like, I'll fucking go beat off when I get home. I'm not like, right. it's not a, it's not a big deal.
0: The other side of like the slut shaming thing that you were talking about with. um like showing up in a certain way online and people like mm. expect having a different expectation of you I had a guy who I was hooking up with and he was a guy who like in the middle of the day we would smoke a joint and have sex like mm-hmm. we'd go get food smoke a joint have sex like we were not dating we were not in a relationship like it was super casual um, he ended up getting into a relationship with somebody and told me like, listen, like I like you, but I've been dating this other girl and I want to pursue things with her. I said, cool, great. Have a good life. And he, we were on the phone and he was like, he, he asked me, have you been dating anyone else? And I said, yeah, I've been dating lots of people. And he was like, lots of people. And I was like, well, yeah, I'm a single girl. And he goes, well, what does a lot mean? And I said, (laughs) do you want me to quantify it? And he was like, well, I mean, nobody wants to be that girl. And I said, what do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) And he said, well, you know, the girl that's having sex with lots of people. I said, I think it's pretty ironic that you're saying this to me because you've been clearly having sex with me and this other girl and probably some other girls that we don't even know about. And you're telling me that I don't want to be, quote, that kind of girl.
1: Huh. Weird.
0: Enjoy your girlfriend. Have a good life, <laughs> motherfucker.
1: Your dick was only decent. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's weird. Men. Uh, we had this conversation in the pool. Mm-hmm. Men do not want to think about their dick being where another dick has been. Nope. It's obvious. Mm-hmm. We're all adults. Like sex is is uh, can be good. It can be fun. It can also be horrible. In any, in any form or fashion, men don't want to think about their dick being where another dick has been. It's, uh, it's something biological. Like, ever since I was a teenager, and you start to feel like you're just jealous, right? Like, that there's something uh, that you need to go see a therapist about. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, like, it's very uh, masculine, chief of the tribe sort of thought process. Yeah. Like, if this is mine... I don't want anybody else to have had it. Mm-mm. Even if you know that other people have had it, which obviously we know because we're adults. Yeah. <laughs> um, that doesn't make it good or right. I'm not justifying no. how people act out about it. The, the real thing is that we just shouldn't talk about anything past in the past. No. Any new partner I have, if they're ever curious about how many pe- people I've slept with or anything, I do not have that dialogue. It's hard no. Nope. Don't care. It doesn't matter either you want either you want to be here now mm-hmm. or don't. Right. And it has nothing to do with where I've been previously.
0: And also girls don't want to know. At their core, I don't think a woman wants to know that their significant other has had sex with other people.
1: Of course like,
0: not. Like we are curious and we want to know. And we're curious and we're like, because we're stalkers. But we don't Y'all actually. go deep. We actually don't want to
1: know. No, y'all go deep though. I know. <laughs> Bro. Real deep. I, in, in some past experiences, I've had, I've been in the midst of an argument mm-hmm. through text a, a throwaway argument. Like, it's just heightened emotion. And I had somebody that I was seeing send me 15 screenshots. Of girls' Instagram profiles, whom I have liked one of their photos.
0: Oh no! And it
1: was like, well, what about this girl? Do you want to fuck her? Do you want to fuck her? Do you want to fuck her? Do you want to well, fuck her? Was this a
0: girlfriend or just a girl you were dating?
1: Uh, we were we had been in a relationship of sorts, mm-hmm. and then that the uh, the legitimacy of that ended, and we kept sleeping together and okay. going out. This was post the the quote relationship portion. Oh. We were just casually once or twice a week going to have drinks, having sex. Yeah. And we got in a conversation and it was like, well, what about this girl? Do you want to fuck her? Do you want to fuck her? Did you fuck her? Do you want to fuck her? Oh, and I was no. like, whoa. Like, yeah, I wanna fuck eight of those 15, but I ha- I didn't say this, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's right. <laughs> like, <laughs> do I want do I want to? Sure. <laughs> Did I? No. Um, Might I try now? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, yeah. Um, but the fucking depth that y'all can go to mm-hmm. sometimes. And men do the same shit in a different way. um, In a very different way. Like, I look at who comments on your shit. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to be creep, like, super creepy me yeah. is like, who comments on your stuff? Do you comment back? Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, I can get... I can get weird as fuck, too.
0: Yeah, I can get real fucking weird, like, because I'm a woman, because I'm a millennial, because I was a fraud investigator. (laughs) Like, I was paid to stalk people on the internet. Like, I... But I actually really rein it in, because it will make me crazy, and I will make myself crazy about stories that I've created in my brain about things that I don't know actually exist. Mm -hmm. So, like, the person I'm dating now... I know that he has a child. That means he had sex with at least one other person. <laughs> I also know that he has an ex-girlfriend. He probably had sex with her. And that's it. I don't need to know about anyone else. I don't ever need to know about anyone else. I don't want to look at his stuff. I mean, it also helps that, like, girls don't comment on his stuff. He doesn't post on social media. You know, like, that that's helpful for me. Right. But I don't want to know. I don't want to see it. I don't care.
1: And what did I tell you? Remember I told you I would have a really hard time. It would take a lot of inner work for me to date somebody who has some significant Instagram mm-hmm. clout or, or uh, influence, mm-hmm. right? I know so many people who have decent followings from, from the we'll just call it the 10,000 mark, mm-hmm. to like two, three, four hundred thousand 400,000 followers mm-hmm. on social. I know people and we have conversations and I'm a safe place for a lot of women to share the shit that they can't share with their husband to share the shit that they can't share like publicly. And so I'm a male, a male that they can say, I get 14 dick pics a fucking week, a week.
2: Yeah. And I get
1: hit on constantly by strangers. Like I've got a friend, uh, some dude offered to pay her, $3,000 Three thousand dollars for nothing? Oh no, for a pair of socks.
0: Why is it, why is somebody offering me three thousand dollars for a pair of socks?
1: I don't know. Do something with your feet, fo. Uh, <laughs> three grand for a pair of socks. Had another dude message her and say, "What's your Venmo? I just want to support you."
2: Hmm.
1: Why? What is? Wha, why do men are weird? We're fucking. We're very strange. That to say, I would. It would take a lot of like trust and Mm -hmm. and authentic like openness for me and a partner we don't need to share Instagram accounts or fucking get weird but like I want to know if somebody's ultra inappropriate Mm -hmm. there's a there's a level of like this happened this is how I handled it yeah if there's no this is how I handled it don't fucking tell me because if you're not willing to handle it then I'm gonna feel like I need to handle it and then I'm gonna look like that guy Mm -hmm. right um, so that even the thought of that makes me like,
0: I also think, okay, cause I've thought a lot about this cause we've talked about this. I always joke that like, no, I, I don't joke about this. People don't slide into my DMs. Men don't slide into my DMs. <laughs> you were
1: so excited though when it happened.
0: <laughs> Men don't slide into my DMs. Nobody's sending me a dick pic. Why the fuck is nobody offering me a thousand dollars for my fucking socks? <laughs> like what the heck? Like it doesn't happen to me. And so, but the reason why it doesn't happen to me is the, the type of content I put out, the type of photos I put on my feed, like, I show that I'm an attractive female, but I don't, I'm not, like, fucking booty-popping my ass on my Instagram feed. Then maybe somebody would want my leggings for $1,000. Well, I don't know.
1: I'll show you, because we're sitting here. I won't use a name on the podcast, but I'll show you the my friend who sold her socks.
0: Yeah. Oh, did she sell them? Yeah. Yes, fuck Yeah.
1: Of course she did. She's smart as hell. Like, fuck. I tell you what. If somebody offered me a thousand dollars for some socks, I don't care I'd who the fuck them. you are or what you're doing with them. I send them. You can come in them every day. They're no longer mine. Nope. I don't care.
0: But I think like, like
1: this is like, this is who that is.
0: Oh, okay.
1: There's nothing. There's nothing like. No. Sex y She's sexy. Yeah. But it's not. It's not like. Look at my, look at my, t- my ass and titties.
0: <laughs> no, and all I've seen her before. All her content is like work related. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And she gets some of the weirdest shit. She'll send me screenshots, and because we're uh, close friends on Instagram, yeah. So she can send it to me and whoever else is in that thing. Man. Um, and she'll send me screenshots, like shot after shot after shot of the shit that dudes will say to her, and it is fucking bonkers. Wow. Bonkers. Yeah, I
0: don't have that experience. I don't get weird – I don't get anything weird on my socials. Um, once in a while, I get somebody, like, in Malaysia who's, like, <laughs> hi, pretty girl. Or I did have one guy comment on a photo and offer to be my daddy, my sugar daddy. Um, but, like, it's been, like – I can count on one hand how many times shit's happened. And it's yeah. hilarious when it does.
1: Well, I'm always really cautious because, like – when you, when you hear stories about celebrities sliding into each other's DMs, you know that it's just a practice of our culture, right? Yeah. Like com- messaging somebody privately in their direct messaging system is now just a part of how we communicate. Totally. It's a part of how we hit on somebody at a bar, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's the same kind of thing. Celebrities do it. Normal people do it. Celebrities are normal people. You know what I mean? Yeah, people yeah. without the, the status of being able to say, hey, I need you to call her and right. get me a phone conversation. Um, and so even still, like, I'm, if I see somebody online and they're attractive or there's something intriguing, I'm still really cautious about how I say what I say. Right. Because I'm already thrown into a category. Uh-huh. I have a penis and I'm in your DM. I'm already a part of a category, right? <laughs> and the thought process is like, oh, this is a really passive message. The next thing's probably gonna be a dick pic. <laughs> like, and uh, and it's weird, like there's there's somebody I follow on Instagram, she uh, was a professional basketball player, she's fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. I send Keisha pictures of her all the time. I'm like, Yeah, this person is the jam. And Keisha was like, just slide into her DMs. And I was like, fucking no, no, I'm not no, nope. And she may be like you, where she's like, nobody signing into my DM. I want somebody to fucking slide in, but I'm there's just a there's a weird fucking thing there where it's like, mm. it's a part of the culture and it is. Oh, it's so stupid. It's stupid. Some of it is stupid. Mm-hmm. Some of it's a lot of fun. It's interesting. Uh, Patrick Bateman. Mm-hmm. How did you how did you end the serial uh, sitter upper?
0: Well, meaning like the how did I get him out of my life? Yeah, or get him out of my apartment. Your life. Um. Well, it just so happened that my brother died when everything was going on with him, so I pulled my brother died card, <laughs> 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 which is a true fact. It's true fact. And um, and then he was like, "Oh my God, if you need anything, I'm here." And I was like, "Bye." <laughs> and so Patrick Bateman um, has texted uh, he texted me on Friday and asked me what I was doing this weekend he's he has texted I just haven't responded I thought I could just let it good old-fashioned ghost fizzle out but might need to have a conversation
1: he's still doing push-ups thinking about you. I felt like Yeah. I felt like... (laughs) Yeah. You know how I
0: feel about him? Him and another guy, I was just telling somebody about them. There's these two different guys. I went on literally two dates with each of them. The other guy, three dates. This guy, two dates. They, it's like something about Mary with them. Like, I am Mary to these guys, which is weird. Hmm. They look at me like, they both are characters from the movie. It's something about Mary and I am Mary. They, like, I have never had men look at me with, like, fucking... Hearts in their eyes, like these dudes do, and that's fucking weird. It is weird. That's weird.
1: I mean, it, but it's it's uh, it's double sided, right? Because you want somebody to look at you like that, theoretically. Yeah. But without the without the intent behind it.
0: Well, it's health. It's health. For me, it's like what's healthy versus unhealthy. Mm. Like w- the heart eyes is like an unhealthy obsession with an idea of who they think I am. Mm. And versus, like, I want the person I'm dating to think I'm the shit because I think the person I'm dating is the shit. Right. But I don't need them to have this false reality they've created about me that leads them to put me on this pedestal that's unrealistic and leads to hearts in their eyes. 100.
1: Yeah. I oddly get some of that. Uh-huh. Um, and it it's only how I sh- – I mean, I'm not ugly – but how I show up is the thing that really fucks with mm-hmm. that, because I I'm willing to say shit that most men won't say, mm-hmm. in a lot of different scenarios. Even having this conversation, like
2: mm-hmm.
1: I I have not been the the only time I've been sweaty during this whole conversation. Is when you talked about your brother dying, <laughs> <laughs> and we both giggled. Um, but like these are conversations I'm willing to have because I think a they're good, mm-hmm. b it's funny as shit, mm-hmm. and c like it's helpful to have both sides of the conversation.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and but most men aren't willing to be honest and open and talk about their Tinder profile and mm-hmm. like. So for me, that's the thing that does it. Like I've met hard eyes. I've met women who I've chosen to go on a date with who I've met online, and it's like you're, you're real. I hate that. <laughs> like,
0: I know. Like it's touch here. me and go
1: like. I'm. I had a woman say one time. I can't believe I'm actually with Dennis Gable.
0: Hmm.
1: And I was like my I'm limp. Yeah. Like I'm nope. I like I oddly appreciate the sentiment. However, comma, I've got to be a normal dude mm-hmm. with whoever I choose to spend time with.
2: Totally. Because
1: if not, I'm are like you're saying it's there's already something built up in the mind of the person I've already let them down.
0: You're you're setting me up for failure.
1: I'm <laughs> a Gemini. I've already failed you. Yeah. I know it. I know that I failed you because this one side of me that you see, that has given you fucking pulses in your panties, is fine. But that is not the only part of me. Mm-mm. There's there are multiple facets to this weird fucking human existence yeah. that I have, and and I find that in almost every dating relationship I have that there's I. Most of what I am are things that women say they want.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm able to communicate. I have emotion that I can share. I'm intimate. I I like I like paying attention to women. Um, there's a lot of that stuff, but then I have a fucking weird day, and I don't want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And I want and I'm not that guy for right. you know. Uh, and it's or I'm I can speak very aggressively. Like when I get passionate, you've seen me get passionate. When I'm passionate, I can get, I can seem aggressive because I'm fucking six foot one and hairy and big and loud. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a fucking growling bear mm-hmm. at that point. I'm not an angry little puppy. Right. Um, and so there's just a lot of this shit that like, I don't know, the idea of, of uh, forever with a person feels daunting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It does. I've talked to you about that. In I don't great know if, depth.
0: yeah I, I mean I've kind of like let go of the idea forever and I just I'm taking it as it comes with people because I don't know like the longest relationship I've had has been five years
1: same it was my marriage
0: yeah I had a relationship for five years people like like you like people see an image of me on social media and they think I mean that obviously is me like I do a very I I'm very intentional in being my true self as much as I can online. Yeah. But like they see that and they create this vision in their mind about me and then they get to know me and they I'm a really fucking weird girl, clearly. You are. I have a lot You're of You're friends with me. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of quirks. I have a lot of weird hobbies. I have a lot of interests. I know a lot of weird things. I have a weird sense of humor. I'm very silly. <laughs> like, I'm a lot of human. And guys meet me and they dialogue with me and they're like, wow, I've never met a woman like you in my whole life. My, no respo- my response is like, and you'll never meet another woman like me. Because it's true. Because we're all so unique. Um, but I don't know. They get starry-eyed and they get excited. And then they're like, whoa. This is what life is like with you. That's a lot. Well, I know it's a
1: lot. It is a lot. But as good as it is, it'll be bad. Mm-hmm. And as fun as it is, it'll be weird. Totally. And uh, and my life is so, like, it's patterned in a way because my schedule with my kids, right? Like, having them half the time. So, uh, I've had girls say, like, I don't, I don't want to date somebody with kids because I want my freedom. And my initial response is... You only get to see me half of the time.
2: Yeah.
1: You've got half your life. Yeah. That doesn't, that can't involve me. Right. Because you ain't fucking meeting my kids. Right. For an unknown long amount of time. Right. Um, and so I, you know, that becomes its own challenge in, in its own ways. Like, while I think I won't change my stance on how I'm parenting and, you know, shit with my kids. Um, my daughter's 12. Like, I, she can't meet multiple women Mm-mm. that have some sort of romantic thing for me. Um, friend, like, you've met Nevaeh. Yeah. Like, my friends and, and people that I love deeply that are women, that's a different story. Totally. I, I think she needs more women in her life. Right. And, and the perspective. And, um, you know, even fucking you telling her that you're going to give her that swimsuit. Yeah. And talked about her ass. Like, she was, she, like, giggled uncomfortably. But that's good yeah. because it's it's conversation, it's dialogue that's not coming from like a family member or mom or something else. Mm-hmm. Um so I really value that there are women in, in my kids' life. Um they just won't be romantic for me. Right. For an unknown amount of time. And so explaining that and like a lot of a lot of women I've I've gone on dates with and dated have been like, yeah, that's cool, but it's not cool. Mm-hmm. Day three of the five day yeah. drought is like I hear this every fucking time, every time, yeah. every time that I go on a date with a girl when I'm off kids, mm-hmm. I'm, I've got the time and energy to show up and text and be intentional sure and like. go on dates and whatever. But then day three in the midst of my kid week, it's like, you're different. Something's changed. Why aren't mm-hmm. you talking to me? I'm like, I already done told you. Mm-hmm. I'm like your priority four. Right. Or 12. Right. I've, I have I own my own business. I'm doing 14 projects at a time. I've got my kids. I also have friends who I really value. Yeah. And they'll come before you too. Mm-hmm. Like, that. that's just, I spent a lot of my life not valuing things that I really love. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm in a space where I value the things that I really love. Yeah. And that doesn't fit a partner right now. Mm-hmm. It doesn't fit somebody. Um. Who has to be at arm's length half of the time plus. Yeah. It's hard.
0: It's hard. Well, it's I've been dating somebody who has a kid 50% of the time. And he has his son a week on, a week off, a week on, a week off. So what I've realized, too, and just from you also knowing this, when he has his son, he's all in with his son. Mm-hmm. His attention is 100% on his son. When he doesn't have his son, I see him constantly. I hear from him constantly. I'm with him constantly. So I, because I work for myself, I have the luxury. The weeks that he has his kid, I double up on work.
2: Hmm.
0: I do more work. I do more things. That way, when he doesn't have his kid, I have the freedom to go there tonight and have dinner and do the things, right? Right. But, like, I do double the content and double the work, and I take advantage of the time.
1: Which is... Smart.
0: Which I have to do. Right. Because if I didn't do that, I'd be, like, fucking twiddling my thumbs, being like, why isn't he texting me back? Why am I hearing from him? Does he not like me anymore? You know? Like, that's what happens. But I know, like, when he has his kid, he's a all fucking all-in on the kid, and I'm priority number seven.
1: Which is fine. Which is how it
0: should be right now.
1: And And – and it's fine. Yeah. We get so caught up in needing to be the focal point of people that it's hard to say, this is okay. Yeah. Like, it, it's fine that I'm, I'm priority number four uh-huh. or 12 or 13, right? Like, the amount of times that I've, said, I've heard, I just don't feel like you are invested or I just don't feel like you really like me.
2: Mm.
1: Look, I'm going to say some, uh, something arrogant. We're getting to the end. So if people are listening still, mm-hmm. they're, really, they're, really, they're, really, they're really committed. You deserve to this. this one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you're committed.
1: Uh, but here's the deal. Like, if I'm if I'm giving my time and attention to somebody, even in part, mm-hmm. I'm choosing to do that. I have I have so much work constantly to do. With all of the different projects that I'm trying to... That I'm creating and my general... and my client load and that sort of thing. I could kind of always be working. Yeah. And when I have my kids, I'm... uh, I have to give them the best shot possible to have as few daddy issues as necessary.
2: Yeah.
1: I adopted Nevaeh. She's already got one set of daddy issues that I can't fix. Right. Right? So I've got to do my part there. And... There are other women I could be communicating with. Yeah. I, if, if you want to give me a fucking hard time about how I'm communicating with you, I'll go down the roster. Totally. That's fine. Like, but if I'm, if I'm trying to, to give my time and energy and attention to you, don't make me feel like a dickhead for how I'm doing it. Right. Like, I'm not hiding who I am and how I show up and the workload that I have and my dedication to my kids. Not hiding any of it. Mm-hmm. So when it's like, well, I feel, (laughs) your feeling is super valid. Right. However, comma, weigh it against the things that I've already shared with you. And if that doesn't work, that's fine. There's some dude out there that will love to be obsessed with you.
0: Well, and I also think, we talked about this the other day, you need to also weigh it against the amount of time and, like, the level of commitment or what the relationship is. Oh,
1: like how long it's been. Yeah, like women
0: like to forget that, like, I've only been dating this person for three or four weeks. That is nothing, no right? Time. Like even if you don't we, even know me yet, right? So even if we're feeling all the feelings and all the things when we're together, like like it's inappropriate to expect that after two months of dating a guy who has children that you are going to be such a priority.
1: Yeah, it's like un- it's silly.
0: Like, it's, for me, in dating somebody with kids, it's not serious, and I don't feel it, I won't feel, like, a priority of any sort until we get to the place where I am, like, meeting the children, child, children, as the significant other. Because that means I am, am to a level of importance that you want me to be a part of the kids' lives. That means I'm on the roster. Like, I'm a priority with the other things now.
1: Right right you're you 're on the top of the totem with work and kid, and you 're exactly. n- now sort of equally spread, not equally, but you know what i mean yeah. you 're spread amongst the most important pieces, yeah um, the time thing is really interesting i i 'm uh charming in nature
2: uh-huh.
1: like it 's part of my it 's part of how I show up in the world. I give great eye contact, I smile, I make people laugh, I make people feel really comfortable. Yeah. I'm charming in nature. I've always been that way. Since I was a kid, I could get in front of people and make them feel a little bit better. Yeah. Um, and so when I, when I show up, I think I come on a little strong. I know that I come on a little strong, not think. So sometimes I create the mechanism for like short amounts of time feeling like there's uh, more to invest. Right. Um, and sometimes it's my own fault, and sometimes I think uh, just in showing up um, with people, they they people want shit. Like I'm not I'm not mad that that you want my time. I'm not bummed, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm very flattered. I'm bummed if you make me feel like shit because I can't give it to you, mm-hmm. or if every conversation about a boundary or a speed at which we're doing something turns into, well, it feels like you don't want me.
2: Mm.
1: Look, when I don't, I'll tell you. Right. But I haven't said that. Right. But the more times that I hear, well, I feel, and then it's something internally self-deprecating, that pushes me so far so fast. Yeah. If it were just, I mean, I imagine that you've felt the same insecurity with men. Mm-hmm. Like the fucking emasculating thing or yeah. or any version of that where a dude's like, well, I just feel like you know, if you wanted to, uh, you would. Mm-hmm. Like, says who, bitch? Right. Like, you are a businesswoman. You run your shit. You're, and you've got a social life and people that you really value. Right. And you not you not constantly pursuing a dude or, sh- or showing a guy that you're interested mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you're not. Right. Your life is a spectrum of things. Totally. Um, and I can't, I imagine that men have said some really stupid shit to you in in light of things like that.
0: Always. Yeah. yeah they always have. Men are dumb. Well, on that note. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Last soundbite. Men are dumb. Men
0: are dumb. Girls are dumb too.